working from a fast food restaurant, working from the sidelines at a soccer game, working from my sofa at home or the sofa at a friend's house or the sofa at my mom's house is absolutely something that we just need to enable. Hello and welcome to Inside IT from the technology experts at Intel's own IT organization. I'm Paul Lancourt. Today we examine the consumerization of IT. So I'm watching the NCAA tournament on my tablet while paying for my latte with my smartphone and mixing music on my personal laptop. But can I check my work email? It's not a simple question for the IT department. Intel had never allowed personally owned devices to be used for work, but the consumerization of IT was inevitable. Employee expectations around mobile devices had changed. There's always been an understanding that work isn't someplace you go. It's something you do. Ron Miller is business relationship manager in Intel IT. So when you start looking at the small form factor devices, the almost the perfect storm sort of mentality that we're looking at here is we've got uh, new demographics of employees that are coming into the company that basically have grown up using a small form factor device. And they don't want to come in the door on the first day and be told you're only going to use this black laptop that I'm going to hand to you, and that's all you can use. That's Ed Jimison, Senior Systems Programmer and IT Technology Evangelist with Intel IT. The first thing Intel IT needed to do before establishing new policies around mobile devices was get a lay of the land. Ron Miller. So we dialogued with them uh, using something that we internally call Planet Blue. It's our social networking forum inside the company. Instead of doing a survey and saying, hey, would you use this or what about that, where you have preconceived questions that you ask, we just had discussions. Would you take advantage of this? Would you like this? You know, what types of costs would you be willing to absorb? What types of functions would you need? How important would it be to get calendars or contacts or you know, things like that, integration aspects? There were also questions, too, about uh, logistical things. You know, what would happen if you decide to leave the company? Would you be willing to let the company remove data on there, right, because it's your own personal device? So it really helped us to think the process through. So this is where the innovation and pathfinding team reside. This is where our desks are. But also we have a technology showcase area. Ed Jimison gives me a tour of the Intel facilities in Folsom, California. He tells me that once the decision was made to start allowing personally owned smartphones by Intel employees, the technical challenges weren't the real hurdle. The bigger challenges were around policies with respect to human resources and legal and security. So we had a probably a six-month effort where we went back and had to define new security policies around being able to use the devices within Intel and being able to pull Intel information onto them on how that was going to work. Working from a fast food restaurant, working from the sidelines at a soccer game, working from my sofa at home or the sofa at a friend's house or the sofa at my mom's house is absolutely something that we just need to enable. It's the way the workforce will continue to evolve and be creative and productive. IT soon realized that a critical part of any policy was to have a solid end-user license agreement that clearly laid out the rights and responsibilities of everyone involved. What happens if you leave the company? Do you give the company the right to review and maybe remove data from the device? Ron Miller. Any user must sign 
that wants to use a personal cell phone device to receive corporate mail. Not only must they electronically sign it, but so does their manager. Ed Jemison. What we did was we put in a, uh, a tiered policy capability where if you had a device that met a certain security footprint, you were able to receive email attachments because we were confident that the data was protected on those devices. And if it didn't match that footprint, you might be able to get the email but not the attachment. As of now, no devices can actually get on the network, but data can be pushed to the device. So, see the demand, survey the employees, create an agreement, and implement the policy at the beginning of 2010. Ron Miller, how did it go over? Immediately the first month, 3,000 people signed up. And as we exited the year, we had a total of 20,000 users. 44% of those were personal-owned device users. Clearly a successful program. And because of careful planning, the policy is flexible enough to accommodate rapid changes. So tablets weren't out for a day when we can immediately use the same end-user licensing agreement processes to immediately absorb those and make that available to our customer. Ed Jimison says that regardless of the specific device, the underlying philosophy is all about enabling the compute continuum. So no longer am I, are my applications all tied to one device that I'm carrying around. It's now abstracting the IT services from the devices themselves and being able to move them from device to device. So it's basically a redefinition of what mobility is. I asked Ron Miller for a specific example of how such a policy on personal devices might help productivity. He talked about an innovation that's testing as a pilot right now. I have a calendar item that says I have a meeting in an hour and it's at a particular location at a particular time, and this meeting happens to have a voice bridge for it. So there's a number that I need to dial, and once I dial that number to connect to the voice bridge, I need to connect and pick which bridge I want and then enter a password. But now I only have one button that I can push to say, connect me to my meeting. And it, the phone, since it already knows the number I need to dial, it knows the bridge and it knows the password, it can do all that work for me. That's the type of usage and innovation that will just keep growing in the future and sort of naturally evolve to make the work that I do just easier. Ron Miller speculated about how this policy might be expanded in the future. How do we enable our employees who want to purchase their own notebooks with certain technologies and capabilities and bring them into the company and for the first time be able to maybe let them connect to the corporate network? Uh, or maybe we don't let them connect to the corporate network. Maybe we use virtualization techniques. It's an example of how IT in a large enterprise has to remain flexible and adaptable in order to create the best work environment for employees. At Intel, what we tend to try to do is we try to tend to run towards a problem rather than run away from it. And you can run toward www.intel.com IT for more information on the consumerization of IT and Intel's plan to capitalize on such trends. For Inside IT, I'm Paul Lancor.